1: This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I am your host, Ramses Ja. And sometimes the amount of stories that make their way to us means that we simply can't cover everything that comes our way. But from time to time, a story just stays with me, and I feel compelled to share it with you and give you my thoughts. And now, one more thing.
0: Attorneys are now calling for a criminal investigation into the beating of a black man at the Camden County Detention Center. This comes after video was released, and we must warn you, the video is difficult to watch. The incident took place in the Camden County Detention Center on September 3rd, and you can see five sheriff's deputies enter 41-year-old Jarrett Hobbs' cell where he's repeatedly kicked and beaten. Hobbs was initially charged with driving under a suspended license. We're told after this incident, Hobbs was charged with assault. His attorneys are now calling on the district attorney to bring charges against these detention officers. According to a statement from the Camden County Sheriff's Office, an internal investigation of the incident has been launched. They say the names of all the officers involved will not be released until the investigation concludes.
2: Okay,
1: you heard it, folks. Um, the gentleman. Jarrett Hobbs, age 41, is the Savannah, Georgia, inmate um, in the video that we're discussing today. And I, I want you to know that I had some thoughts on exactly what I was going to do today for today's show and haven't been able to get this story off my mind. And this segment sort of started out as as a place to kind of express myself when it comes to like certain frustrations or certain things that just kind of plague me. And I feel like the conversations need to be developed a bit further. And uh I love the feedback that I get from all of the listeners. Um so of course I had to pivot because this story I, I just can't stop thinking about it. But um, it's important to say that the uh, the video in question was made public by civil rights attorney uh Harry Daniels and um, yeah, yeah, for those who've seen the video, uh it's very disturbing. It's exactly the way you'd imagine um, just a bunch of people just jumping someone right and I know that these things they they tend to you know, the story changes as more information comes out a lot of times, but um I, like many of you and like many activists and and folks who are, you know, uh, champions of our culture, uh, take the facts, we take into account the source and uh, what the source's motivations could be. So whenever the police are investigating themselves, we always take that with a grain of salt, but In this one, um, there are a lot of things that we do know. So uh, the first is that Jared Hobbs was charged with uh, speeding, having a suspended license, and drug possession. And that's why he was in jail. Um, There's something else to be said about, I think, either a parole or probation violation stemming from something in
2: 2014. But it's almost nine years ago. So, um, yeah uh and we of course know that
1: any time that you're made out to be a criminal um they will use anything in your past whether or not you were convicted they they'll say that you were arrested for it you know um if you were convicted the circumstances surrounding that never make their way to light you know um so while a lot of times the media and you know folks in conservative circles that end up talking about stories like this tend to play up just how bad of a human being this was. We tend to have a little bit more grace on this side um, because we understand that there are circumstances that happen. These things can run away from you. Uh, you may be familiar with the phrase black and nearby, which often enough is plenty of criminal activity for, you know, you to, um, be arrested, and then now you have a record. And then that record is used against you again and again to justify further arrest and further police interactions, despite you being, you know, n- nothing, no, nowhere near
2: the type of individual you're being made out to be. All right. Jared Hobbs, um, again, charged with a, a suspended
1: license, drug possession, and speeding, and then later charged with assault. So the story, as we know it right now, goes like this. Um, he was kicking the cell door in his cell
2: and was refusing the officer's commands to stop kicking the door. So uh,
1: I, I want to stop right here just because, again, there's an opportunity to explain that the, the intersection of um You know, mental health and um, policing, criminal justice system. You know those sorts of things that often takes place in uh, jails and prisons. You know, people that really need help mentally, their their brains. You know, they're sick. Um, They're often punished, and that doesn't make anybody better. In fact, that further damages these human beings. It's not to say that there aren't bad people um, in prison or people who have done bad things, who are being punished for the bad things that they've done. Um, But I think that the shortcomings of our current system are on full display. When you tell me that a man was kicking his door in his cell over and over again and refusing to heed the officer's commands to stop. What happens next? Well. Five officers barge in and they proceed to beat him. For those who've seen the video, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, For those who haven't seen the
2: video, I would advise you to prepare yourself because it's a very um, sad thing to watch. You know, of course, he does his best to fight back after he has been
1: wailed on <laughs> for a while. And, and then of course, the police are now trying to spin that to justify, um, their actions or activities by saying that he assaulted them. But, you know, the video clearly shows that I think one officer hit a wall and is now complaining that his hand is broken. He's just kind of throwing his fists and, um, you know, uh, Jared did try to defend himself. What are you going to do? Just stay there and keep getting beat by five different men. You know, there's fight or flight that kicks in. You know, any said this before, any creature with a nervous system on this planet um has that built into them. Their their survival instincts will kick in. If they can't run, he's in a cell and cornered by five people. Then he has to fight or die. That's you know, that panic response kicks in.
2: So, you know, all of that goes out the window. in so far as I'm concerned. But yeah, they beat him up,
1: drag him out of the cell, knee him in the head and and kick him in the hallway and then keep dragging
2: him away until he's out of the view of the camera. And then we wait two months and then now we see this video. And something that really bothers me about these types of things is that as you know, um, officers investigate themselves.
1: We're not releasing any names of the officers until we've conducted a full investigation um, and determined, you know, the root of the, the issue or whatever and whether or not they find out if, you know, certain officers are culpable for this attack that we all saw we saw a man who was helpless in that position, regardless of what he did yesterday, regardless of what he might do tomorrow. You know, we have due process in this country. So those officers were wrong. We saw it happen. Um, you know, the best that these folks can do, regardless of whether or not they find the officers culpable, is punish the officers. But nobody has moved to fix this system. That puts people with potentially mental health challenges, um, or other health challenges. Drug abuse is not a criminal, not necessarily rather a criminal, um, issue. And in many parts of the world, it's dealt with as a health issue, right? Um, I, I recall a study about rats where, um, you put rats in a maze or uh, sorry, put rats in a cage rather, and you give them a water bottle that has regular water and a water bottle that has um, some drug in it. Yeah. And the rats overwhelmingly
2: will drink from the water bottle that has the drug, right? Just think about that. Now think about this. Change the cage.
1: Put, put a, put a wheel in the cage. You know, put, put a ramp in the cage. Put some toys, some balls they can push around. Some activities, put a maze in the cage where they can go and enjoy themselves. And then you'll find that overwhelmingly less rats will drink from the water bottle with the drug. They will just drink the regular water. Uh, I I wish I could give you more. I, this is a study that I'm familiar with, but I wish I could give you more in terms of how to reference that. But please, if you have enough details to be able to Google that. Um, and I think that shows you exactly why. Drugs are more of a health issue than a criminal issue. For anybody with a degree of empathy that understands human nature and can look beyond themselves in their own circumstances, for those people that look at, oh, well, he was speeding and he had drugs in the car. Not that he had drugs in his system, but he had drugs in the car. And then they think criminal. I think that beginning to rethink how we've been trained to think the Government launched a war on drugs to target black people and hippies. criminalizing marijuana was was deliberate so that they could disrupt the movements you know surrounding the the war in Vietnam. It was a deliberate intentional effort, and then the camp the subsequent campaigns to persuade the public to think of these folks as being criminal um, has gotten us all to think in these terms right but um This is a sad situation where we have, again, the officers who are, you know, we understand the 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 blue wall of silence, all this sort of, these are the same people investigating this, right? Have no incentive to fix the system because they're not underneath the boot of the system. And another thing I want you to ponder
2: is, there's a video for this. This happens all the time, you know it, all the time. Happened to my brother. My actual, my father's son just jumped by a bunch of police officers. My my brother is not too dissimilar to me in
1: terms of the caliber of person. He's not a criminal, none of these things, you know? So we're aware, like in in California where I'm from, you know, we think of police as like a gang, the same as the Crips and Bloods
2: and so it's this is this is gang activity, insofar as we can tell, And
1: I think the part of this that also is worth pondering is again, there's a video here for many instances like this, there's no video. You just take your lumps and you heal physically, and you never fully heal emotionally, and that trauma gets into your blood and then it gets into your family, and then the stereotypes persist, and then there's more trust issues between our communities and, of course, between, uh, you know, uh, minorities and police and so forth.
2: And I think another thing worth considering is that um, this is what happens
1: when there's police violence, not necessarily a police shooting, you know, because police shootings get sensationalized, as you know. And, and they should be because the, the ability to end a life so quickly, ready, fire, aim has claimed too many lives. There's, there's, you only get one side of the story. You know what I mean? And so again, built into it is the, the, the incentive to let me end this life because then my story is the only one that, that exists, you know, and there's no safeguards in place to, to prioritize human life. Again, I'll say it again. People are not simply the worst thing they've ever done. People are complicated. You know, the worst thing I ever done, if I had to pay for that sin with my life, what capacity do I have to grow as a human being? To be punished? Sure. If I overstep, be punished, you know, I get to learn my lesson, evolve, grow as a man or as a boy.
2: I was once a boy. But. But. Many people don't even get that opportunity. And
1: I think that showing that police violence takes on many forms, um, and some of them aren't as um, permanent or as deadly as, say, a police shooting, like for instance, in the case of Jared Hobbs here. Um, I think what it shows us is that, you know, these systems, Damage communities in a lot of different ways. And, um, we see the ugliness of it in a, in a video like this. We see the hatred. We see the frustration. We see the, the, um, the bullying. We see the, the damaging that's taking place in a video like this, where it's not so quick as a shooting. Pop, pop, pop. Oh, it was just a split second. I didn't know. No, these people were jumping and punching and that was on the ground. They were still jumping and punching. Then they dragged him out and kicked him in the hallway. You know, then you get to really see the ugly. You get to see the hatred. Right. So. Had to talk about it. I appreciate y'all coming back and rocking with me every day. I know I talk about some heavy stuff, but I live a heavy life. And of course, I never profess to be right. Um. So, like with every other episode, I'd love to get your thoughts. Um, you can reach out to me. I'm at RamsesJah on
2: all social media. Um, and, yeah, let's figure out what to do about it, okay? Hopefully we'll talk soon, Right.
1: Until then, peace. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you